Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Suplex Show with Brett A., name pending. Today is going to be our third re- or third episode, not counting the trailer, and our second ever review, and it is of this week's SmackDown, a pretty good SmackDown, in my opinion, featuring a big, well, it wasn't really his return because he'd had vignettes, but kind of a big return and mad at least a TV match of the year contender, definitely. I don't know about pay-per-view, but a really awesome match. This was a fun one, but first I'm going to do my little intro thing where I'm going to tell you about what I've been up to recently, even though you probably don't care at all. But it doesn't really matter because I'm going to do it anyway. So, you know, I just, not much. I haven't been up to much recently. I I haven't finished it, but I started watching uh, Army of the Dead. The, the, you know, the movie that single-handedly ruined uh, Miz versus Damian Priest match, that movie. And I'm a bit, a bit more than halfway through. I, I like it a lot so far. It's pretty good. It's long. It's like two hours 30. Zack Snyder loves his, like, long movies. You know, this, Justice League, his cut of Justice League. And, you know, there's more, but those are the two I could think of off the top of my head. But, yeah, I've enjoyed a lot so far. Um, you know, I'm just... I'm this podcast really kick into like a higher gear once I'm able to get out of school, which is in like two weeks now. So that's when you'll start getting a lot more content. Um, I'm going to record this today. And then tomorrow, I think I'm going to record like a booking video, like how I would book Kofi Kingston back into the main event scene, given like what happened on this week's episode of, or yeah, this week's episode of Raw when he pinned Lashley and Orton. So uh, that should be fun and i'm hoping i'm able I, th- I i'm starting to get a plan and i think i got a good one um not as good as you know i got the inspiration shout out to wrestle talk and parts of unknown i got the idea from adam blompier but uh yeah i haven't been doing too much recently whatever well let's get to the review because you probably don't want to listen to me anymore well you still are because i'm still talking i'm milking for time in case you couldn't tell whatever let's get to the review Welcome back to the show. First up, we're going to be talking about the big thing on this show, which was the fatal four-way for the Intercontinental Championship featuring Big E, Apollo Crews, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. And how this match ended was the very, it was an in, interesting, very interesting, is the interference of Alistair Black making his return to the ring. So earlier in the night, Alistair Black had one of his vignettes where he told one of his father ta- father's tales, you know, Lottie Dottie, you humans are stupid. You know, the usual shtick we've been getting for the past couple weeks with him now. And then, so the main event was this, um, this intercontinental title match, which was really, 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 really good. Like, just so many awesome spots. There was, like, uh, there was a double splash on the apron from Big E. There was moonsault off of the, what is it called? What is it called? The ring, the like, the barricade on ringside. Like, some finisher kickouts. Uh, spear off the apron from Big E. Pop-up powerbomb. You know, just, like, everything you'd want in a Fatal 4-Way. Just a high-octane, kind of, like, not really a car crash match because it was like 
technically it was actually kind of sound, but just really fun, like a really fun match. I would definitely recommend if you didn't see it. And there was a nice little like through line on the show of like each of the competitors cutting promos in the back and being like, oh, I'm going to win the match because, you know, Sami Zayn had one. Um, um, Biggie did. Kevin did. I'm not sure if Apollo did, then I must have missed it. But I didn't see Apollo do one. But yeah, this match was really good. And so basically the ending was so late, like late, late in the match. Um, Sammy and Kevin were like out. The incapacitated, I believe, court or not Corey Graves, Michael Cole said. And so uh, Cruz went for the Olympic slam on Big E, but Big E was able to counter into the big ending. He went for the cover, but then, and he had him, but uh, Commander Aziz pulled him out of the ring. But then Big E threw, so Aziz picked up Big E to throw him into the post, but Big E was able to push off Commander Aziz and send him into the post. And so he got back into the ring, and suddenly, like, the lights went out. Or not, like, the Tron went out, not all the lights. And Biggie started, like, looking around, like, wondering what was happening. And so then a bunch of smoke appeared. And, like, the camera cut into the smoke and you couldn't really see anything. And then Alistair Black stepped out of the smoke. And he came into the ring and Biggie was, like, staring him down. And then Cruz grabbed onto Biggie's leg. And so Biggie was trying to, like, kick him off. And while he was focused on Cruz, um, Apollo hit him with a black – or not Apollo, Alistair hit him with a black mask. And then uh, Cruz, like, fell into the cover and pinned B to retain his title. And then after the match, um, Apollo was, like, celebrating and Alistair was kind of just staring at him and smiling. And I could see this going one of two ways. Mo- the more likely way and the way a lot of people have been saying that they think it's going to go is that they're going to do a Big E versus Alistair feud, which ooh, could be pretty good. But the way I don't think many people have been talking about is that what I kind of think is that maybe a, um, Alistair wanted Cruz to remain because he wanted to take the title off Cruz because the whole thing he's been doing recently is that, like, he wants to take care – like, he wants to get rid of – like, he's like, man is – like, humankind is, like, destructive and they're stupid and they're, like, cheating and they're – and, like, Cruz is kind of, like, the epitome of that right now. Like, he's a slimy dirtbag. And so I think he might want to take the title off Cruz. So he helped Cruz win, only to take the title from him later. But we'll have to see you on next week's SmackDown. And another thing I liked about this was, so when um, Alistair came to the ring, Biggie and him were having, like, a stare down. And it wouldn't have made much sense from a character point of view to Biggie for him to just, like, stand there and hit a black get hit with the black mask when instead Cruz grabbed onto his leg which allowed Biggie to be distracted so that Cruz could hit it and it didn't like make Biggie look stupid or anything which I thought was really nice but yeah overall this match was like awesome it was really really good and so next up we're gonna be doing kind of like a play-by-play review of the show and then we are gonna be doing the outro so stay tuned Well, it's time for the play-by-play review of SmackDown. And the show started off, I believe, it started off with, well, I don't know if this was, like, the very start, but it was announced sometime in the show that WWE fans, well, it was already, like, known by some people, but they, like, officially announced it, that WWE fans would be returning to, like, events and, like, shows, which I think is really cool. I'm excited. And I believe, I'm not sure the exact dates. Let me look on 
WWE.com. But I know that the first three shows they'd be coming back for um, was going to be uh, a, the SmackDown before Money in the Bank, Money in the Bank, and then the Raw after Money in the Bank. So, okay, I have to pull up. Friday, July 16th, SmackDown in the Toyota Center in Houston. Sunday, July 18th, Money in the Bank in the Dickies Arena in Fort Worth. Did I say that right? That sounds weird. Whatever. Monday Night Raw, July 19th, um, American Airlines Center in Dallas. So, yeah, they got some decent um, venues set up. Toyota Center and American Airlines. Those solid arenas. But, yeah, this that's really exciting. I'm excited for this. But then, like, the proper first in-ring segment we got, it was kind of a weird one. And it felt a little contrived, but I didn't mind it. So, uh, the show came on, and, like, all three of the champion, or uh, all the champions but Roman Reigns. So, it was um, Natalia and, what's their name? Uh, nah, no, Tamina, Tamina. Um, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz, um, Belair, and then the Mysterios were out on the ramp, and Sonya Deville was in the ring. And so, like, she went through and she's like, oh, the WWE Universe is going to return, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then she's, like, talking about how all the great champions were. And then Cruz, Cruz interrupted her and he's like, Sonia. I, I can't do a Nigerian accent, but I'm going to try. Sonia, why must you not mention that I am defending my fatal four-way in a – or defending my title in a fatal four-way tonight? Ah. And Sonia's like, okay, whatever. And then so she just continued to introduce the champions. Sorry about that Nigerian ac- accent. Um, and so then Bailey came out. Well, not like out of the entrance ramp. She kind of like came out from, I don't know, maybe like under the ring or something. I wasn't really sure. But she kind of popped up in the ring and she's like, yeah, get out of here, Sonya, you big dope. And so Sonya, for some reason, Sonya was just like, okay. Right. And so Sonya kind of just got out of there. And Bailey started like roasting all the competitors. It was I like Bailey a lot. This is some good stuff from her. To Natalia and Tamina, she was like, you know, I used to look up to you guys until last week. You when you won the titles, and you were like <laughs> crying. And then she was like Apollo, and she I think she held the two sweet sign, and she's like my guy. And then Apollo was like, she held, I think he held up the two sweet sign, which I thought was a really nice touch, and I laughed at that. And then she got to Belair. She didn't even get to the Mysterios, I don't think. She got to Belair, and she started, you know, oh, you cheated to win the match because you used your hair, you know, the usual stuff. And then so Belair came down to the ring, and so Belair gets in the ring with Bailey, and they're it looks like they're going to fight. But then uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler attack them from behind, and they're all, like, ganging up on Belair. And then – um. Tamina and Natalia get in the ring, and it's a big brawl, and then they go to break, and I, I was watching this with a friend, and I turned to him, and I'm like, do I smell a six-woman tag match? And we come to, back from the break, guess what's going on? If you guessed a six-woman tag match, then you were correct, and, you know, it was a solid six-woman tag, you know, nothing, like, crazy, but Natalia pulled out a German suplex, and it was a, such a weird-looking German suplex, like... I, I, I just had to mention that. But anyway, so, you know, just some of the usual stuff. Um, the, I think Natalia got worked over for a while. And then eventually she hot-tagged to Belair, who ran wild. And she, like, you know, it was taking out Baszler's spine buster. And then so she went to the top rope to go, I think, for a 450 on Baszler. 
but Baszler or Bailey and Jax pulled Baszler out of the ring, and so they're all standing together on the outside. And so Belair jumped off the top rope in like a crossbody and took them all out. And she rolled off them. And then she was clutching her knee. And Michael Cole was like, oh, I think the champion, she might have pushed too hard. And then they went to break. So I feel like this might not be a – I don't think this is a – I think this is a worked injury. Or, like, she was just selling a leg. Because later in the match, she did, like, a backhand spring. And, like, I know she's pretty good at her job and all. But I feel like with a hurt leg, that wouldn't exactly be easy. And Michael Cole made note of it. Usually when someone gets injured, they're just like, yep, everything's normal. This is this is fine. So I think it was a work. But it was kind of weird. It felt kind of random. Like, it didn't look like she tweaked her leg at all. But I'm not really sure. And then so eventually, whatever, for the finish of the match, um, Belair went for her, like, so um, Natalia was legal. And so Belair went for, like, her back handspring lion salt deal, whatever it is. And Bailey pulled her out of the ring and hit a belly to belly on the outside. And Natalia was like over the rope. She was like, Hey, you. She was talking to Bailey. And then Baszler put her in the carafita clutch. And Jack's or Tamina wasn't there to save her. And so she tapped. And yay, how exciting. And then they announced, Oh, we're going to get this match again on Raw. It's going to be Women's Tag Team Championships, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Tamina. Will it ever end? <laughs> Don't kid yourself. Of course it won't. Because why would it? Why flipping what? And then so I'm going to be honest. I I wasn't really great with – I didn't, like, take notes or anything for the show. I probably should have. But I'm just trying to, like, remember what, like, the – so I'm not sure if this was next, but this was a big thing that happened on the show. So Jimmy Uso went backstage to uh, Sonya Deville, and she's like, hey, me and Jay are ready to get back into tag team actions, and we want the smoke, we want the street profits, and so Sonya was like, oh, is this okay with Jay, and he's like, of course it is, why wouldn't it be, you know, why wouldn't it be, and so Sonya Deville was like, yep, this seems legit, so she's like, okay, next week you're gonna face the street profits, which I'm very excited for, because it means one of two things, either we get, like, a dream match, in the Street Profits, that's sure to be really good. Or we get to see more of this family tension unfolding with Reigns and the Usos, which has been really entertaining. So it's a win-win scenario. I'm very excited for it. And then so... (coughs) Sorry, my voice hurts. Anyway, next, I think it was Shinsuke... Or Corbin came out. King Corbin. Well, he was kind of just Corbin because he didn't have the crown. They showed, like, on Instagram, Shinsuke had been posting, like, pictures, him wearing the crown and stuff. And so Corbin came out. He's like, you know, I was going to come out here and I was going to let my actions. I wasn't going to talk. I was going to let my actions speak for themselves. But I guess I decided to talk anyway. So he talked for a little bit. And then he got interrupted by this guitar riff. And it was some, like, random guitar player who did, like, Shinsuke's entrance with the guitar. It was pretty good. I think I preferred the violin guy. He had, like, when he came to the main roster, but this guy was pretty good. And so they had a fun match. I mean, like, nothing crazy. Um, Nakamura pinned Corbin with a small package after. It was pretty back-and-forth match, kind of. It was fun. You know, power bombs from – there's a nice power bomb from Corbin in there. And he hit a German suplex. I was like, what is with all these German suplexes? And it was it was an okay German. You know, like, considering it was Corbin, I was surprised. And he, it wasn't actually too bad. But, you know, fun one. Solid. And so the ending came when 
So I look I looked it up and apparently the guitar player is like his name's like Rick Bogues. It's spelled R I K space B O O G Z, which Rick Bogues, Boggs, I don't know. But yeah, so he got up on the announce table and he was playing his guitar or whatever. And so Corbin was like, hey, you stop that. And so, and then, so he had Shinsuke when he was doing this. So he turned around and he started to give Shinsuke the end of days, but Shinsuke reversed it into a small package and pinned Corbin for the three count. So yeah, fun stuff. And then, uh, so next up was Roman Reigns. Oh, I forgot during that starting segment. Um, when so Roman wasn't there, and so Paul Heyman came out and he's like, These aren't champions, these are title holders. When all like the champ SmackDown's champions were out there, he's like, Roman Reigns is the only actual champion, and later tonight we will have a parade of the champion, Roman Reigns, but it will be at the champion's leisure. And then he kind of left, it was kind of weird. But so next, Roman came out and he's running a tracksuit actually. And so Jay came out with him, and I don't think they knew about the tag team match because this was, like, right before. I think J- Jimmy talked to Sonya, like, right before this happened, so they didn't know yet. And so, you know, it was, like, your usual Reigns promo. Like, oh, this Sunday, or last Sunday, I defeated Cesaro, and I'm the best. You know, good promo. Reigns always is. And he's, you know, the usual stuff. And he's, like, because I'm the head of the table in Jimmy Uso is going to acknowledge me, you know, like nothing out of the ordinary. And then Cesaro came out with his arm in a sling. And Roman's like, oh, cut this scrubs music. Didn't I already beat you? And Cesaro's like, yes, but let's go one-on-one at Hell in a Cell. And then Rollins came out and Rollins started beating down uh, Cesaro. And I was like, this was a long beat down. So he beat him down for a bit. And then WWE officials came back and stopped him. But then he went back and beat him up some more. But then the WWE official stopped him. And then he came down and beat him up some more. But then the WWE official stopped him. And I was thinking, like, somebody needs to, like, teach these people how to do their jobs. And so, yeah, Cesaro was stretchered out. And it appeared he was unconscious. Rollins had, like, a stomp on him. And just, like, he just, like, beating him up, you know, punches, all that stuff. And so Rollins came backstage in one of the – not Renee, as Russell Talk would say, interviewed her, interview interviewed him, and he's and she's like, "What happened out there, Seth?" And Seth was like, "I don't know. I blacked out for a second there." And then he saw Cesar on the stretcher, and he went back into like Seth is a heel mode, and so he was like to Cesaro, "Why are you doing this to me? I could be nice, but you keep doing this to me, you idiot!" And he was like screaming at Cesaro. It was I liked it. And so I was listening to Russell talk, and they said I they they said they didn't really like this because Cesaro's already beaten Rollins twice, and they don't want to see it again. But I don't mind because a, um, these two work like great together. B, they're gonna give him a Hell in a Cell match, which should be awesome. And C, I feel like both of Cesaro's victories have come with like Rollins has an excuse. Like, the WrestleMania one was always oh, off his game because of the weather delay, which, granted, was kind of stupid, but, you know, this the kind of thing Rollins would do. And then when he lost that throwback SmackDown, it's because he got taken out by Jimmy Uso, and Cesaro was able to hit the neutralizer. So I think Cesaro has a legitimate claim for a rematch against this. Or Rollins has a legitimate claim for a rematch against Cesaro, and I really hope it's inside of Hell in a Cell 
because that match is going to be awesome if it is. It'll be great. So, last thing on this show before the main event was the which was the IC title match we already talked about was um so the Mysterios came out and it was the Mysterio it was Dominic versus Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler accompanied Robert Roode and Ray accompanied Dominic and so before the match you know Robert Roode cut a little promo he's like y- whatever you got lucky it's only because your dad was there you suck you know the usual dirty dogs why is that name a thing their usual like thing they do and then so they had a like a pretty short match it was fine i guess you know there was some attempted some attempted cheatery from the dirty dogs where mysterious so robert rude went for a power bomb and then um dominic reversed it and he had him in position for the 619 and he went back to get like a run-up but then ziggler like stopped him he distracted him and then he tried to hit a super kick on Ray, but Ray caught his leg and like threw him threw him into the steel steps. And then so eventually Dominic was able to connect with the six one nine and hit the frog splash for frog splash the frog splash for the win. This match was whatever. It was okay, I guess. Um, I'm interested. I are they just gonna do Dirty Dogs versus the Mysterios again? Because I'm not really that interested in it. Like I'm sure it'll be a solid match because everyone's a good, a solid worker. In those teams, but I just want to see like something else. Like I want to see Alpha Academy get a title shot, but they haven't been seen since like Throwback SmackDown. I don't think so. You know, we'll see. I guess uh, that's all that happened on SmackDown. This is a shorter episode than usual, but let's get to the outro. See you there. Well, it's outro time. Thanks for listening to the show and stick around for the end of the outro because I have like something kind of important to announce. But uh, as usual, follow, you know, shout us out on Twitter. If you want to follow at the Suplex Show on Twitter, you know, the usual stuff. If you want a shout out or like a question answered or like even just something you want to say about wrestling currently in a video, send it to the Suplex Show at gmail.com and we'll have all your questions answered. Uh, and then, so, I've been having some trouble recently with, so for my logo, I use WWE images, and I didn't think about, like, they own the images. So, I got an email from Anchor, like, the people that I use to make my podcast. And by the way, shout out to Anchor. I would use them if you're starting a podcast. They're a, g- a good starting tool. But anyway, so, and they said that I was, like, they might not be able to distribute my podcast because and I might get in trouble for my images which I don't think I'll get in trouble because I'm just some like small podcast with like two listeners and one of them is like me and the others like probably like my friend but um I still like you know there's always a chance something might happen in so I'm gonna try to make a new logo but I'm just not that good at it like I'm okay I'll, I'm gonna do it but if anyone, like, wants to make a logo using images that, like, they own or, like, can be used, like, are under fair use and, like, everyone can use them, and just send it to my email at the suplex show, the suplex show at gmail.com, I would really appreciate it. And I'll shout you out if you just give me a name to shout you out by and, like, all that stuff. I'd really, really, really appreciate it. I'm going to try to, but I get a feeling that someone else can do it better than me. So if you have some spare time, try to maybe design a logo, and it might be used. Probably will be used. So anyway, that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.